What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I, I think that that is one of the reasons that I love being different is because it sort of disallows you from being able to pretend like everything is okay. I wanted to interview Kate because there's so many ways in which we can be invisible. Going into this conversation, I didn't know much about stuttering. What I did know is that my dad stutters. And I didn't really even clock it as like a thing thing, like that there's a whole sector of the population that stutters and there's like organizations that are catered to being a community because of how they're perceived at the larger scale. You meet Kate through her voice, including her stutter. And I think what's absolutely beautiful about voices and about all of our identities and everything we bring to the table is that it's not just our vocal fingerprint, but sometimes even like the little pieces of our soul being shared out loud. So I'm really honored to share this story and to share Kate with you all. Welcome to When You're Invisible. My name is Maria Fernanda Diez. But I know not everyone can roll their R, so it's also fine to call me Maria. In today's world, we love to tell stories about people who have reached the top, like people who have achieved positions of clout, wealth, power, on this show, I won't be doing that. When You're Invisible is my love letter to the working class and others who are seemingly invisible in our society. I hope to build a community here that will inspire you to have generous conversations with others that are different from you. Conversations that might help you see life in an entirely different way. Kate is an incredible soul. You meet her. And she is just this beautiful, like almost otherworldly warmth. And when I sat down to talk to her, I immediately like felt like I didn't have 
many walls. And I immediately wanted to be present because she was okay sitting, listening, and taking up a gentle space. Kate was like a beautiful way of reminding me that there's a lot of ways to approach the world and there's a lot of ways to approach each other. And there's also a lot of ways we can approach ourselves. I think it's helpful to break down that there are a lot of ways to hide the fact that you stutter. There are, you know, what what a lot of speech therapists te- teach you is mm-hmm. falls under the uh, umbrella of fluency techniques. So okay. there are are certain things that you can you can sort of do with your voice to sort of trick your vocal cords and your n- neurology into being fluent, quote unquote. Mm-hmm which is hard and takes a lot of work. So it's things like talking like this, or it's things like making a a small sound before the statement. It's called an easy onset. Kate articulates this ability to hide in this shifting that I really relate to because depending on the situation and what was happening around me, I would change colors a little bit. Something that's kind of interesting about people who stutter is that a lot of us can tell the words that we're going to stutter on before we get there. So like a few words before you'll sort of feel it mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll, you'll know that that is going to be a word that's going to take lo- longer to say. So you can change it. You can change that word and just completely avoid the, the stutter. So there's that. And then the third way that's super effective mm-hmm. to not stutter is to not talk. So, you know, all, all three of those things are me- methods that I was really gung-ho for as a young, young person. Right. To sort of tie yourself into knots to try to execute those three m- methods to not stutter and sound the same way as everybody else. I'm not gung-ho for those things now. For me, the, the problem is that when I do those things, I feel like each time there is a little sliver of space between myself mm. and my actual point, between myself and my like uh, uh, authentic, energetic intent for com- communication. Mm. And so each time it gets a little bit more and more and more and more. And so it just drives a wedge between what I mean and what I'm trying to serve up and what I'm actually saying. And that feels really bad for me. Authenticity is something that I'm always curious about. It's partially linked to the development of this podcast. I want to figure out how to live beautifully and truthfully and generously to recognize other people in our place in the world that we are all beautiful, special, complicated, fucked up, and we're all dealing with a million things at the same time. I think I got this from somebody else, but used to call myself a walking thesaurus (laughs) (laughs) because that's what it is. Like you, you have to be so smart and like know so many words. words and and then if you say a word that like sort of gets to your meaning, but not fully, then you have to like you know, build that out on the back end and like try to like still go back to your point. It's a, it's a, like you said, it's a lot of gym, gymnastics. I'm curious as to like 
your experience growing up? What is the process as a family? Because when you're a kid who stutters too, how do the adults in your life react? I am more and more just so in awe of my family. And I had and have just such deep privilege in terms of how, how, how they see me and, and what they think uh, about me. My mom, especially, she is, she's like a badass lady. Yes. <laughs> and I never remember her being like, you know, well, you might not be able to do that because you stutter. Or more specifically, when I had moments of feeling just like destroyed or, or ragged after a, a hard day or a hard experience, like her reaction was always just like, I got you. And you're going to you're going to get through this because you are extraordinary more when we come back from a break i often get asked why i'm such a big fan of wrestling and it's all thanks to my grandma growing up we would watch matches together and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Welcome back to our conversation on this episode of When You're Invisible. There is this device called the Speech Easy, and it's mm -hmm. an inner ear device that fits into your ears 
sort of like a hearing aid. Okay. It's like an echo. It's like less than a a second of delay per word. This device called Speech Easy, which was created in 2001, it's a fluency device for stutterers. It basically creates a choral effect. And so you're You're hearing hearing your your voice voice bounce bounce back back at you through through your your ear ear at a a higher higher pitch. pitch in order to create like the confidence that you get from speaking in a group and also by trying to like take you out of that that space, I guess, of being in your head. There are different sounds of the voices that you can choose, but mine was like a chipmunk voice that was in my Mm -hmm. ear. The world doesn't really know anything at all, really, about how the brain works and why we stutter and what the brain is and what we are and what is happening inside of our heads. Yeah, We know about space, sort of, but we don't know very much about our own brains, which I think is a good like microcosm for just what we're doing right now as people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mom paid the money and I got it. And it did work for a period, but then generally the effects wear off as the brain sort of adjusts. The brain is not going to transform itself based on the input of this brand new thing that you're trying. It's going to find a way to default back to its natural state, which is like very broken brain science, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was probably about two or three weeks and then it stopped working. And that felt like a really important moment for me because I sort of had to had to had to look into this black hole of truth that this was my identity. This is who I am. This is how it is going to be. And for the first time I started to consider like okay Kate, how are you going to work this into who you are as a person? Like mm-hmm. how are you going to look at this with love and with care and with tenderness and acceptance. It's funny that you bring up the idea of feeling broken and how we're all broken, because I think it's something like that we deem taboo, that by being broken, it's bad. When in fact, were we ever perfect wholes, but rather just like pieces that are meant to be beautifully put together. And that, like, they're meant to look different. Why are we trying to be a full sheet of glass when we're meant to be stained glass? Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Soundbite. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like w- the most beautiful things to me are never perfect. We are duped to believe the system is there to help us. Even if the system is as small as like a medical device that we've created to like somehow help cure this disability or disorder versus being like all our brains are wired differently. As long as it's not hurting her, why should it be fixed? Only 1% of the population stutters. So to be someone who has to be like, oh, there's everything I deal with that you deal with. And then on top of that, here's this other thing. Thinking about that, does it affect the way you date or do you talk about it or anything like that? Dating, 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 dating. <laughs> I, I think that there's some, some super buzzy intersectional I- identity stuff with being a person who stutters and being a woman or being a, a, a girl. Yeah. 
I have recently learned as I have a, a, approached 30 <laughs> and been examining what the fuck happened in the last 29 years, I've sort of come, come to understand the intersection of stuttering and like romance and intimacy in a, in a way that feels really deep and really like just very embedded in my psyche. And I, I think that in general, the way that it has impacted is I have looked to the partners that I've had for so much more than just love. I've looked to them essentially to sort of be a, a, a buffer between myself and the outside world. Yeah. As I have sought that, I have molded myself up around what they thought was really good and what they thought was really beautiful and, and sexy. Right. As opposed to what felt authentic and beautiful and sexy to, to myself. As a woman, I definitely feel some of that pressure. What was like a big turning point for you? The biggest one was when I learned about Say and got involved in Say. Say being the, the Stuttering Association for the Young, which is mm -hmm. where I work. Say was founded in 2001 and has a two-week summer sleepaway camp, speech therapy with a licensed speech therapist, and after-school and weekend arts classes. I was not finding great success when I first moved to, to, to the city with finding work. I was going out on all these interviews at these sort of like random-ish places and I was just not getting these jobs. I was, I was working at a bakery and so that was like my, my, day, my, my day job that mm -hmm. I had to tide me over. But I was contacted on LinkedIn by the biggest hedge fund in the country, I, I think, or it might be the world. I'm not sure. I don't work there, so I don't know what all the details are. <laughs> <laughs> I went for this interview. And because it was a group interview, you had to prepare an open-ended discussion que question mm. to pose to the group to, to then like potentially lead a, 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 dis a discussion. And I learned about say. I like was really, really stressed out and absolutely freaking out that I was going to have to go do this group interview and stutter or not stutter and word switch and just, it was going to just be so much. And so I reached out to say, and I was like, can you help me? I need something. I need help. And the speech therapist at the time, his name was Ryan Milliger, and he's now a very dear, dear friend of mine. So it's fun to think about that he wrote right back to me like within a few hours and was like yes absolutely come on in and we can we can talk about it and like see what you want to do so I was then going into this interview with like the knowledge that there was an outlet somewhere that there was like a glimmer of of kindness and of mm. self-love and of just love in general and so I didn't get the job, which is great. <laughs> and I'm so glad that I didn't. But I did go into Say and I met 
I met Ryan and I started with a speech internship with him because I was thinking for a while about being a speech therapist. And then I went and I worked at our camp, Camp Say. And then on the last day of Camp Say, they offered me a full-time job at sunset by the lake. (laughs) So it was perfect. Community with like-minded or like-experienced people is really important because you get to see yourself mirrored back at you, whether it's through other peers or adults, if you're a kid. The world can look a million different ways, and it can include me. And being able to take a look at that and develop the confidence and the vocabulary around your experience and what you're seeing in the world, I think is super, super important. I love the strength that we can get from connecting to people who we consider our own. And then I'm really curious about like, how do we expand that to include people who might not be the same as us? Stay tuned for more from When You're Invisible after this break. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. And we're back. What do you think young Kate would think now of Kate approaching 30? (laughs) It brings me so much joy to say that. I think 
young Kate would 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 be like, "What, Kate? You did this? This is awesome!" <laughs> so that's really fun to think about. But where I thought I would be was, you know, I thought that I wouldn't stutter. I thought that I was gonna grow out of it. I I thought that until like fairly late in my in my life as a child. And I, I think that that is a lot of what young people who stutter think. The reality is that a lot of people who stutter past, I believe it's like age eight or maybe nine or 10, will stutter for the, the rest of our lives. And with that knowledge, speech therapists still preach these fluency techniques to us and hold up this heavenly body of fluency that we can just get to if we work hard enough and that feels feels really really destructive to me we have the research you are the expert in this field you know that there's there's a good chance that i'm gonna stutter for the rest of my life and and this is going to be part of my experience and you are reinforcing to me that that is bad and that 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 is wrong. And if I work hard enough and am good enough, I can reach this level. Mm -hmm. And that is setting us up to fail. And is, I think the biggest micro aggression that sort of exists in the lives of people who, who, who stutter is this idea that if you just, you know, worked hard enough, you could be fluent. It just feels like it's a, it's a false god. I really, truly believe that we all benefit from the widening of these standards of what is normal. Yeah. Like that is truly good for us all because as we do that, like even for the person who is, I don't know, let's say the most normal like white, skinny, pretty, fit, like smart, talks in a certain way, like even for that person, they have parts about themselves that feel different and that they see as different. And so by by widening the parameters of what is normal, everybody wins. I think we shift ourselves and our version of normal based on what is predominant around us, not just regionally, but also ethnically, racially, culturally, and also normal is based off of who you interact with and who you're around. And I think for me, having experienced so many different kinds of normal, I think that's where I would take on a little bit of what is the monolith around me and either learn something from it take a step towards it or not. Dealing with different kinds of normal made me more specific in myself. And it also made me highly aware of how people perceived me. And thinking about the normal that Kate brings up in a somewhat joking manner is kind of sad to think about how predominant that still is, that it's still a Eurocentric, skinny, blonde, blue-eyed kind of thing that still is prevalent in a nation that's so diverse. 
And I would love to get to the point where the standard is actually something that has a wider range of possibility. As Kate was saying, my favorite places to be are with diverse people from all different kinds of backgrounds. As we say in Mexico, de todos los colores y sabores. All the colors and all the tastes and flavors. What do you wish people knew? If you could have everybody know something or be something, what would it be? The thing that I would love, 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 love would be if people just sort of in general knew how to listen. And like, that's not just for stuttering. I mean, in general, this thing that we're doing as a culture about starting to talk before the person is finished, which is like, everywhere, Mm -hmm. every day, every second, that is the standard. It's just so tiresome. Why? Why are we doing this thing where like, I am still actively speaking, I haven't gotten to the end of what I'm saying yet. And you are starting to talk before I'm finished, responding to the thing that you think that I'm saying but I might not be saying that thing because I'm not finished. <laughs> That's a, a squarely baffling way to com- communicate. And I, I think that it's based in time is money. It's based in everybody being, being fast-paced. It's based in like this, this need to get things finished quickly, but like it's not effective. Mm-hmm. And it makes the spaces between us wider and it makes us misunderstand each other other and I I think we 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 all lose in that way by by not uh, allowing a person to be the full extent of themselves in that in that moment I would really love for that to change Mm. and I I think that that would would really change the way that we relate to each other I feel really fortunate to have had this conversation with Kate, who also gave me a window into understanding someone else I love. It was just like a gentle, sweet revelation of like, oh, huh, there might be more going on with my dad than I thought in terms of his experience. It felt like a genuine interaction and a genuine conversation. And I think to have learned so much about someone else and to witness their vulnerability and their willingness to share is a gift that I will always be in awe of. I leave this conversation with a sense of hope and a sense of calm contentness. Having talked to Kate, we are going to next chat with another woman who I find extraordinary and fascinating and ever-evolving, the incredible Lani. She's worked as a photographer, as a sex worker, and had many other jobs, and she's now a soon-to-be mom. I'm really excited to share her strength, her curiosity, and her journey with you all on our next episode. Thank you so much for listening to One Year Invisible and for joining me on this journey. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. You can find this episode and future ones on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host and creator, Maria Fernanda Diez, with executive producers Anna Stumpf, Nikki Itour, and Giselle Vances. 
Producers Arlene Santana and Pablo Cabrera, with associate producer Claudia Martí-Corena, and post-production producer Daisy James. Original theme music by Tony Bruno. When You're Invisible is an iHeart Podcast Network production in partnership with My Cultura Podcast Network. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.